Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry. I'm so happy that you have joined me today. Remember, we're looking at caregiving through the lens of the Bible because what? The Bible has a whole lot to say about caregiving. Today, we are still on the first fruit of the spirit of love, and our scripture is Ephesians 5, 1 through 2, or 1 and 2, I should say. And it reads from the New American Standard Version. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet aroma. Now the New English translation reads thus, Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children, and live in love, just as Christ also loved us and gave himself up gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering of God. The New International Version takes verse 2 and it says, and walk in the way of love. So you can see where I'm going to be going with this particular episode. What does that entail? Our dear friend Paul had written this letter to the church in Ephesus. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ephesus was a big deal back in that day. It was only second, I want to say, to, I shouldn't say second to Rome, but it was one of the second largest cities in the Roman Empire, I believe. It was a very bustling transport city, so everything was going on. You could think of it as the equivalent of New York City or Paris. And they had a lot of people coming in and through that particular city because it was a a seafaring city. And so different people worshiping different gods, but the major god that was worshipped there was Artemis. And so there was a lot going on in that city, but yet you had this little, this group of believers in the risen Savior Christ who is there. And so Paul is writing to them to help encourage them to continue to keep the faith, continue to to be the Christians that he knew that they could be. And so the letter is a, a letter of encouragement, but it's also a letter of correction. And so Paul does a great deal of saying things like, you know, before you became a Christian, you did thus and such. Back in the day, you used to be liars, you used to be adulterers and all that other kind of stuff, but not anymore because you're in Christ. Now, the reality is, were some of them still probably doing that? Yes. Can we apply that to the church today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing that was going on at the Church of Ephesus is they were mainly a Gentile congregation. They weren't Jews. And so there was a question as to whether they were really believers because they weren't Jews and they hadn't practiced the circumcision and back and forth. And so he is trying to bring unity to the congregation as well because there's a tension there of them not fully understanding what being in Christ is now, what it means and where they are. And so when I read that, when I've read everything about Ephesians, I think of the tension that existed in that church back then and the tension that can exist in churches today, but also the tension that exists right in our families, on our workplaces, in our country. Can I get an amen? So this makes this scripture all the more important to learn how to walk in love, or live in in love, or walk in the way of love. Because of the tension 
that we have. I would submit that the reason why we do have the tension that we have in our churches, in our homes, you know, in our country, in our world, is because we aren't walking in love. And when I say we, I mean the believers. We are to walk in love. The scripture says that Christ walked in love. We should be imitators of him and that he gave himself up for us. A sacrificial and fragrant aroma to God. So what do you think motivated Christ to give himself up for us? One, he was being obedient to the Father, his Father, our Lord. But he also did it out of love. Love. I think love also drives us to to become more disciplined in doing the things that we need to do. Think of you as a parent. Would you allow a child to run in the street full of cars? I don't think a loving parent would do that. Um, Who would allow a young child to just have free access in a kitchen? Not a loving parent. Love is at the center of everything God does. It's love, and he's asking us to imitate him. He's asking us to live sacrificially and giving up our our desire to bring tension, to, to, to not let go of the things of the past. He's asking us to do that and to walk in love. It seems like a tall order though, doesn't it? I mean, can we really, 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 can we really be imitators of Christ? We can try to be. Remember, that's what we strive for. We can strive for that, never quite reaching it because we're still in fleshly vessels. But that's what we should strive for. That's why I think the New English translation draws from when it says, live in love. That's how we imitate it. We, we live in it. We, we live love. Love is the first thing that comes to mind. How can I serve others? How can I help others? How can I bring um, peace to others? It's, it's looking at others versus looking at ourselves and taking the focus off of us and our situations. For me, it's talking to my mother and telling her about my day, even though I know she's not comprehending it. It's remembering all the wonderful times that we spent together before the de- the disease robbed her of her memory and her not knowing who I am. It's seeing the good in people. It's waking up every day with the intent of being the best person that I can be so that my life brings a sweet aroma to the Lord, so that your life brings a sweet aroma to the Lord. So what does living in love mean for you, my dear caregiver? That's your homework for today. I want you to take an assessment and see whether you're living in love. As a caregiver, it has to be the foundation in everything that we do. Be imitators of Christ today. Let's pray. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, for us learning more about love and how to live love. I thank you, Father, for those who have tuned in to listen to your podcast. I thank you for their willingness to dig deeper into your word and to know more about you and how they can best serve you in their role as caregiver. As always, Father, you know what is going on in the details of their lives, and I ask that you provide them with peace and comfort. But this day, Lord, we ask you to show us how to live in love. Bring to those things to our memory that may not have been so pleasant so that we can repent of it and go forward. 
bring to us the memories, the sweet memories that we have of the people that we're caring for to help us to learn how to live in love. Help us to walk in love. Help everything that we do this day, Lord, bring honor and glory to you so that our lives will be a sweet aroma to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Make it a great day and go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Thank you.